Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Lovely Travels podcast. Uh, This episode, um, I would have called it Double Level Trouble as uh, Emma's big brother James is on the show. Um, James is a big motorsport fan and has traveled quite a lot um, to follow this passion, um, picking up great stories and meeting great people along the way. Emma and James reminisce a little bit about traveling together as kids, um, seeing Cousy Bill on travels together, and um, yeah, we get a little bit of advice from from James about how he likes to travel. Um, so yeah, James, thanks for being on the show. Um, welcome back anytime. Um, dear listeners, enjoy this one, and uh, I'll see you all soon. Hello and welcome to the podcast, my big brother, Jamesy. Hello. Well, James, James Lovell, more formally. Um, I always start our podcast by asking, who are you? But maybe it's a bit obvious. <laughs> and how do we know each other? But tell us a little bit about you, James. Um, okay. I Yeah, I'm your older brother, <laughs> only brother. Um, and I... Um, I work in the air freight industry. I work with an airline at the moment, United Airlines. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's good working with an airline for something like this with travel, we, which we love. Um, oh, yeah, I love travel. So it's good to <laughs> finally chat about travel with you on this podcast. And um, I also love uh, motor racing, motorsport, uh, and have traveled for motor racing in particular as well. Um, yeah, I guess that's a little bit about me. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, we, we did we just had an episode about um, travelling for triathlons and I've had one about travelling, you know, you know I travel for adventures as well. I think it's a good reason and I was on a podcast with um, Amanda Kendall about on her Thoughtful Travel podcast and they talked about travelling for sport mm. and, yes, you would be a travel spectator for sport because you don't compete in motor racing. No, although I'd like to, um, I like to drive racing cars, and I have done that too on on some travel and travelled specifically for that, and which you were there for one of them as well. Yeah, it's just pretty, it's very cool. It's very cool. We'll come back to that. Um, it's yeah. quite obvious how we know each other. You are my brother, and you're very lovely. You um, you are lovely. We are lovely family. Uh, but you also listen to the podcast, which is so lovely, and you've told me honestly that you listen to ones that are of interest to you. And I said that's fair because it's more than 80 now. Yeah. But, but you've probably, but quite a few are of interest to you because you've probably been on those trips with me or um, know the people who were involved. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Some places we've been together, of course, and then other places I've been to separately. Yeah. That's right. And so we'll roll this question into one. I know the answer, but <laughs> for everyone, for the listeners at home, where do you live now? And where are you from originally? Yeah, so I live currently on the New South Wales south coast in Winoona. Uh, we moved here just this year, bought our first home, which is awesome, exciting. And we, um, I'm from the same place as you. We were both born in um, the eastern suburbs of Sydney and that's where we started for my first three and a half years and your first year roughly. Um, and then... Most of the time was in Engadine, yeah, yeah, which is south of Sydney. Yeah. And, yeah, it's pretty cool that you're still 
in that sort of area, but you've gone and you've lived around a few other places though in between. Where have you, I mean, not like we know town specifically, but what other, you've lived overseas and you've lived in other cities. Yeah, I've lived in um, England for two and a half years. Uh, also, once we got back, I moved to Brisbane just for a couple of months, but I still got to, you know, use that time to, to look around Brisbane. And then for my wife's job, we moved to uh, Melbourne for two years, which um, you did too. So it's like I'm following you, but I haven't got to the Gold <laughs> Coast yet. <laughs> you did live in you lived in Brisbane before me. Um, I guess. You know, Queensland before me. And I've had the pleasure of visiting you in all the places that you've lived. And sure. you came and visited me. You almost didn't, actually. We went, um, I was living in Mexico. It was pretty, mm. pretty random. And then you were going to travel around the States for kind of like six weeks, two months was the plan. Eight weeks, yeah. Yeah. And then I said, oh, so you're going to come visit? And you were like, oh, nah. And I think I gave you a little bit of a talking to. I sort of said, how often is your sister living in Mexico? And I haven't lived there back since, so that statement is true. But how often does your sister live in Mexico? And uh, you came down for five days and we actually had the most wonderful time. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I was um, so set on um, seeing as many states as possible in the US um, that I uh, it didn't cross my mind. But yes, it was awesome to to do that. I it's the only time I've been to Mexico and I really enjoyed it. So I'm glad I did that for sure. And it was a pretty crazy time because yeah, we were only meant to catch up in Mexico, and then um, swine flu came. So we're currently mm. in COVID, <laughs> so pandemic. And that was a pandemic that I fled. Um, I've talked about that on my Mexico episode and um, another episode too. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty intense. And when you're on your own in a country, um, a developing country, and they're talking about closing borders, a bit scary. And I, you were not very far away, really, um, up in Europe, in Illinois with our cousin. And I called and asked if I could come. But you were off to Indy soon after. In the Indy 500 qualifying and that's something very special to our cousin and he talked about on that on his episode but he sort of said oh um you know he's, he's very wonderful and lovely to the people that he um visits and didn't want to overstretch the hospitality and so sort of said and he I think he thought I wouldn't be interested as well so he sort of said oh you can come but you'll you can stay back with our friend Dougie and Christy and you can hang out with Dougie's daughter Christy who I'm good friends with and I love her very much but he always tells the story says you're not sticking me with someone's daughter I'm coming to Indy (laughs) I don't (laughs) think I said it like that but um but I did yeah yeah no yeah I remember very much that that time uh crossing the border myself on I crossed the border and arrived into the U.S. the day that the swine flu apparently had uh, started to spread that way. Uh, and I went straight to a doctor in Houston mm. and um, I was all fine. Um, yeah, a few days there. And then, yeah, you met up with us and uh, and Indy was a great trip. Great yeah. trip. Well, it ended up being really fun that we actually got to have that experience together and you got to share your love and you, um, mm. you know, used me as a bit of bait to get to know some of the drivers. <laughs> we got our, um, we were very lucky yeah, with our cousins. That's right getting his friend giving us some pit passes so we got to go down in the pits and meet some of these you know very very well-known drivers but who you knew every single one of (laughs) very um yeah two Aussies yes so we have photos of that but you would say oh my sister wants a photo with you (laughs) so I I had the photos we saw Yeah. yeah But they were so lovely and welcoming and and our cousin's a bit of a celeb around there too so getting to have that inside experience that you would we would never get nobody would you can't buy that no no that's right uh the pit passes is is something you can't buy for sure yeah uh so um yeah and then um then we went to miami for florida uh and following that new york but um yeah orlando disney world and universal studios were two massive highlights for sure um Running around, well, Disney World is four parks. We got to all four parks in a day, all the major rides. 
yeah. Universal Studios, two parks in one day and all the major rides and several times that day because it was torrential rain. Yeah. But <laughs> we just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were fortunate with that in um, we when we went to Disneyland when we were, I was nine, you would have been 11, um, mm-hmm. our first time in the US, uh, which is 96, 97, we went twice and we went to California Disney and actually rained that day as well. But the perk of when it rains and you go to these theme parks is that nobody else wants to go. So we went on every single ride bar two because they were closed due to rain. So Yeah, the teacups for obvious yeah. reasons. <laughs> yeah. And there was one other one that, you know, yeah. so it was always a bugbear. But we also, but the sad thing on that occasion was that we missed the parade and all that. So when we went to Disney World in Florida, when we got to watch the parade and the fireworks and everything, I think we both got a bit emotional because it was a, really was a dream come true getting to go and see that. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think 12 years apart to have that what I call luck, uh, to have have it rain 12 years apart going to those theme parks is just uh, incredible luck, I think. Yeah. yeah, very lucky. Yeah, and it was really great because, we, again, we hadn't really, I don't know, was Miami on your, in Orlando? Orlando was, but was Miami and Key West we also went to together? Yeah, Were Miami they- was on my pre- uh, original plan and then to go to, to uh uh, Daytona uh, and Orlando is obviously near Daytona. Um, the reason for Daytona was to drive a NASCAR, uh, which is what you attended with me. So that was on my original plan and um, Miami too. Uh, and then we had a decision whether to do Key West or the Bahamas. Remember, there was a cruise to the Bahamas, but, you know, you wouldn't get much time there for a day trip. So we chose Key West and it was a really, really fun trip too out to the, the reef. Snorkeling, oh. snorkeling above the reef, yeah. Mm. Nice. And you kept waking me up because we were driving over the bridges. Oh, yeah. like, you're like, this is the bridges from True Lies. And we've had <laughs> a big funny. night out and I was like, I don't just don't care. <laughs> like, like, Emma, look, and there's another bridge. And I'm like, yeah, there's seven of them. Let me sleep. I've seen yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I like True Lies. Good movie. <laughs> it was a good movie. But that's the thing in America, isn't it? Everything's from a movie. And so you're always like, oh, this is that, that part. Like we went to the Everglades and did the fan boat. And we we're like, this is just like Waterboy with Adam Sandler. You know, they go on the fan yeah. boat. Um, yeah. So it was very, it was really cool to share that experience. And, you know, yes, some of it was planned for you. But, you know, in a way then to have that together and have a travel buddy and uh, some of those things that we'd been talking about for years. So all those familial um, memories. And then, yeah, it was really nice to be there for you when you did your Daytona because, um yeah, you had someone to spectate and yeah, film. Film, <laughs> yes, I mean, interview the photographer and interview interviewer. So we have lots of great footage. Uh, but you did then try to get me to go to NASA, yeah, JFK's um, space center, and I refused. <laughs> but you went. <laughs> yeah, the Kennedy Space Center. I love I love space as well. So that's a. Uh, something I missed at the start, but uh, I went to three space centers in the US um, and and based my trip around those destinations as well, for particularly for the space. So that's another thing I've gone to the US for. Also with dad, we went to another, um, the National Air Force Museum in Ohio, as well as uh, Neil Armstrong's museum in Ohio too, and specifically traveled to there for that as well. So there, there are some things I go places for a reason yep and you're very good at looking those things up and I must say then I went with dad to um Florida because we went did go on a cruise and we didn't go to the Bahamas so this you know at least keeping Mm. it in the family but uh he wanted to go to the space center the day that we were waiting to get on the cruise and I again refused um I was going to sit in the car but he um he paid for me to go it wasn't about paying I just said I just don't know if I'm that keen it was good it is worth going um, you know, I've, I'm not as interested as, as you are, but um, I'm glad I went. I'm glad I went. So, um, yeah, there we go. Tick. Yeah. But <laughs> so, yes, we, we've covered that you've been to the States, but we love this question and we, we do have a bit of our own little competition. Uh, so how many countries have you visited? Yeah, I'm up to 32 countries now. Um, and um Several of them are multiples too. So, uh, yeah, I've done a fair bit, I, I believe. So I'm pretty happy with that at the moment. Um, but, you know, there's always room for more, isn't there? 
There is, there is. And we um we did have there was a funny time where you did ask me how many I'd been to. And I said my number, which at the time wasn't where it is now, but it's 64 now. Double. And then you said, yeah, but you said, oh yeah, but some of the places I've been, I've entered multiple times. So how many times have you entered country a country? Yeah, it's about 50, I think it's about 56 to 58. I, I can't remember the exact number right now. I do have it in a spreadsheet, <laughs> but <laughs> it's about 56, 58 times yeah. to a country. I think I think you thought you were going to pick me at the post with that one, and then I said, "Well, I've been to no, India no. eleven times, UK fourteen times, America twelve times, yeah, no, no Germany chance, nine times, ten times." So I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if we're going to play that one. No. <laughs> I, I should write that one down. It's very interesting. I can't um, play anymore. <laughs> well, I do have the mission to visit every country now, so but it's fun, and you know, it's not." We know it's not about that, but it's nice to keep a record. And it's, oh, it's definitely it's fun. Interesting. And I loved that when I did come to you and say, you know, I wrote to you and I wrote to other family members and said, oh, I've decided I'm going to visit every country in the world. You didn't go, Emma, that's ridiculous. And what are you thinking? Da, da, da. You were just like, okay, that's so exciting. where are you going to go next? And, you know, and I, I came to you because you're actually very good at logistics and, you know, I said, okay, well, how? what's the best route for me to take, you know, if I'm going to go and do a trip? For six weeks through Europe, what would be the best route to get around to as many? Or if I went to Africa, would it, you know, I'd cover this part and then I'd cover this, South America, you know, how can you cover as many without, you know, because you don't really want to be getting flight, flying back and forth, which is what exactly. I thought at the time. Yeah, example um, with that is because um, I love to plan my trips. I know that between you and me, sometimes you like to wing <laughs> some stuff. I'm very much, my itinerary <laughs> is like hour to hour. So, um, and I, that's that's my that's how I like to do it and my wife too. Um, one of them, we went on our honeymoon and we we figured out that um, we wanted to do more of the summery countries to the second half of our honeymoon because it was further towards summer. Mm. And so the countries that were mainly just for the city sort of side to, at the start, but we figured out that we could not get from Portugal to Malta without going back to London as an example, mm. whereas we could go from London to Portugal, Portugal to Paris, Paris back to London, and we held a wedding UK reception there, which was lovely. And then we could fly to Italy and from Italy get to Sicily, Sicily down to Malta, and that worked out perfectly. So that's an example of logistics where, yeah, you don't want to fly back and forward, so you might have to map it out a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, in my book, if you have to add in another place because you have <laughs> yeah, to go by somewhere else, well, may that's as enough. well. That's another it, way to do it. It's frustrating, isn't it, because, like, some places you see them next to each other and you think, oh, that I'll just go there. And I remember somebody actually with the US and the Caribbean, he's like, surely I can just go, like, they're all next to each other, I can go duh, duh, duh. And I was like, no, unless you go on a cruise ship, that's mm. the way you go, da, da, da. They, they're not connected. They're separate countries. They're separate islands. Then he's like, surely there's a ferry. I'm like, no, they, they, who's going to run the ferry? You know, whereas some yeah. places are like more set up like that. You know, what if I, you probably know it better than me, but if we want to go to Malta from Italy, I think it is possible I might have looked up the flight. But, you know, it's one of those ones where you think, oh, it just looks like it looks so close. But you have to remember they're completely separate entities, you know. So mm. unless that's a regular travel route, why would they set up a plane for that? Otherwise, they're operating independently. Yeah, and look, and with the pandemic, a lot has changed since before the pandemic to now too. I, working for an airline, uh, our routes have, there's obviously you, you, the normal ones that you always have, but there's new ones, for example, or some that you don't do. So, yeah, a lot's going to change. It's going to take more research at the moment. So. Yes. Um, but yes, we did Catania, Sicily to uh, Malta, and that's a good one because there's two. Sicily's a nice island, and so is Malta. Good, great. I'll add it to the plan. But yeah, we don't know. You know, you and I have been talking lately because I've just booked today my oh the other day my flights to the UK and the US Exciting. for April. Yeah, 2022. But you know, with that comes a list of you know for each country you enter and exit. There's three or four requirements that you have to make sure. You know, I've got a post on my wall to get the Esther done and then you have to fill in forms and, you know, so when you're going somewhere now where we used to be able to go, you might have gone to eight countries in, in four or five weeks being Australian. We like to do that. Other people that spin their head out, but we try to make the most of our travels. But now it might be that 
the entry and exit requirements are too much or that you have to stay for a longer period or um, simply that the two countries are not agreeing on their policy so you may not be able to enter. So it'll, it will be interesting and a lot more of a logistics hassle for the future. Yeah, yeah. let's stay positive and hope we can still get wherever we want to go. So tell me, you know, it is part of our family and it has been part of our lives, but why do you love traveling? Yeah, look, I love traveling because I think I just love experiences um, and I just want to see and do as much as I possibly can in my life. Um, I think life's for living in that regard um, and, and we've got this planet to explore and may as well do it. Um, anywhere I go, I mean, this may come later in the, the the question with your tips and stuff, but I like to do as much as possible in a place. If you're there, you may not come back, go all out. Um, that's just me. Others are different, like to relax, take it slow, but I go fast paced, got a baby on the way. So my holidays might, might change, might become slower, but that's, uh, that's why I love traveling. Yeah. Want to see and do as much as possible. Yeah, well, it depends on the nature of the place too, the places that you're going to. If they, you know, there was something that happened in the U. I remember the US, you were like looking through, you had the Lonely Planet and there was one place and you were like, there's a vacuum museum. And I'm like, James, <laughs> you don't need to go to the vacuum museum. <laughs> like, you try to go to every, like, because America, they're, I mean, they just make something for everything. There's so many people, there are so many interests. Whereas other places you go, there aren't quite as many. And I do like that in some places where there's not as much to do because then you can maybe enjoy the surroundings a bit more or. Um, and the cultures is another thing I like travel for, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Culture as well. Yeah. And depends on, again, the place you go, how, what the, you know, if you're going to more Western countries, it's a different type of experience to um, or the, well, the countries with more of a, I guess, a, a history or uh, just depends what you're going for. But I did. we did have a point in New York where I told you, I think we were almost running and I said, you are not going to see this city in two days. <laughs> and you still wanted to see as much and we saw a hell of a lot. I think people would be very impressed. But I said, you know, there's no way to cover New York City in two days. Yeah, I've been back and we did another four days and um, I think we probably covered all the major sites now. Uh, but... I've had my wife at me before as well. Um, I think it was the eighth day of the honeymoon and she says, I'm, I'm not running to another <laughs> dinner or lunch. <laughs> We're in Paris. You do not run in Paris or, you know, or Italy somewhere. I can't remember. So uh, I think we, um, it was like came to a thing where I'd say, all right, this is what I planned. You just say yes or no and we'll do whatever. So uh, I think we did about half the things we planned, but it was, um, we still did a lot. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice you get somewhere you don't realise um, that you would enjoy it so much or, you know, you meet some people mm. and you want to hang out with them or, you know, you know, there's not necessarily something to do, you know, say like even in, with New York being in Central Park, there's not, you don't necessarily need to do anything there. It's just kind of a nice place to be. And Paris is a place where you just, you can, there are things to do, but it's also a nice place to just sit and be and enjoy At a the cafe. atmosphere yeah. and but you can yeah. still plan that. You could plan in two hours of sitting That's right. cafe. <laughs> you can definitely plan that. And, look, uh, another thing is uh, scenery, especially as you – and architecture as you get older, you know, like just looking at the architecture, looking at scenery. Uh, sometimes it's not all about a big city either. Sometimes it's uh, great, like, you know, where Cusbill lives, um, you know, two to ten minutes, depending which way you go out of his town, out of his house, um, you're just straight into countryside. And you just see those big green, green, especially in spring, just the green is just a beautiful green. And you just, you just look out and it's just as far as the I can see this lovely greenery or you've got the tobacco barns, true red up and down barns, like American style. Um, and that's just great sometimes just to be driving along, looking at the scenery. Yeah. And you love, you do love driving. And mm. so sometimes that is the perk of, of driving through a place is that you get to see life just daily life and and part of the experience is that being in the car and looking out the window and and when you're driving you can't be doing something so it's kind of nice to just look around you and yeah I enjoy those days with Kazi where we just go to um go out to Monroe and the whole aim of the day is to go and have lunch with someone but part of the day is also just taking in that scenery stopping along the way to visit many of Kazi's friends <laughs> well that's that's another part is that you do as the locals do um, 
hanging out with locals is sometimes just the best experience. Um, you know, they, they know local places or just, just hearing their stories um, about their local area. Just, yeah, doing as the locals do is also a nice, nice thing in a, in a different place for you. Yeah, absolutely. And so tell me your favourite country. I know it's a big question and why. Yeah, it's a big question. I had to think about this one. Um, look, probably just for the difference of compared to our country, I'd say Iceland is up there. Um, and I know I went to a, at a different time to you. I went in middle of winter mm. and it was like four hours of light a day um, and it was completely snow-covered everywhere. And, I mean, at Cuz Bills it's been like that before too. But, you know, seeing waterfalls in between snow is just unreal and we did a glacier hike um, on the one next to the, the volcano that, that um, affected the the flights at the time um and there were these beautiful black streaks of ash in the the blue ice and it was just so different to what we have in australia uh the other one would be egypt uh just for the history you know and the you know all the hieroglyphics the temples and and the i guess the mathematics which is an interest of mine behind how they structured the temples and you know there was one down at abu Simbel which it's in a different place to what it used to be. But there was only two days of the year that light would shine all the way down this temple, which was would have been over 30 metres long, and it would shine onto the back wall in which there were four figures. It would only shine on three figures. The fourth one was the God of Darkness. Mm. And it's just amazing that, you know, 6,000-odd years ago that they were, or 5,000 years ago, that they were doing this type of mathematics and, and, and the structures and the carvings, amazing. So Egypt for that, the, the, that, that sort of aspect probably. Um, and just one more, probably America, just for, like you said before, there's just so much to see and do there. They've got a museum for almost everything and, and um, there's just so much variety there. Uh, so, yeah, I guess those three. Yeah, yeah. And what the natural landscapes of America too, I think that, you know, it's such a huge mm. country that, um, you can just experience such different climates and landscapes. You know, you can go skiing, you can go to beaches, you can the mountains and the forests are incredible. So, um, you know, it is that I think people sometimes don't want to visit the US because of the commercial side of things, but or they think it's like Australia, but it's so nah, huge that different. there's so much cultural difference within the, the country itself, but also just the, you know, the natural landscapes and their love of the outdoors is, is yeah. wonderful. But I must say I, have, I enjoy everywhere I go. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, my next question was do you have a least favourite or one that you wouldn't rush back to? Yeah, look, I'd have to say um, I'd, I'd thought about this too. I, I'd, I think it would probably be Singapore only because it's, it's just a city essentially. I mean, I, I did go... Uh, to the all the way to the west to the Jurong Bird Park and all the way to the north, uh, actually across the causeway even to Malaysia, but all the way to the north where the the, the zoo is. Um, but look, at the time, there's new stuff there now um, since I've been. But at the time, I pretty much covered off that whole city, um, so I I don't see a real need to go back. And I went to the Formula One Grand Prix for the first ever night race, which was unreal um, and a history event. So. Yeah, I, I don't need to rush back there, I'd have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have a similar feeling about I've been I've been to Singapore four times now, but also because I know I'll end up going back. It's such a hub, you know, that you could easily yes. get back there another time because we from Australia we're often flying through Singapore. So when people say, oh, I want to do a stopover, where could I go? And they say, oh, how about Singapore? I say, well... I've kind of done that a few times. It was lovely going and um, though, like you said, uh, I now know people, but I was going to bring up Singapore because I think that was one of your, was it your, oh, no, it wasn't your first. It was one of, but you haven't been yes, to it, yes, as you're much. Right. No, you're right. It's my first, it was my first solo uh, travel experience oh, overseas. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For yeah. The, and that was for the for the Grand Prix, although I did meet two mates there who were coming back via Europe. Um, but it was my first leaving Australia on a plane by myself. Yes. It's very Yeah, it was um yeah, that was my first um like booking everything myself and everything like that. So yeah, good experience. But um and I enjoyed Singapore. It's just that I don't need need to go back at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I always tie that together with 
the America trip, but I think that's what like reignited your love. Oh, correct. That was my Kickstarter for like traveling solo, which is what made me want to, um, yeah, go around the U S and then move overseas to travel more from England as a hub. Yes, that's right. That was my Kickstarter. Yeah, because I remember saying, talking to you maybe around that time a year or so before and I asked you about travelling because I was travelling a lot by myself. I'd done, I had been away for a year in 2006 and then lived in Canada and had sort of kept up doing travel throughout uni and you actually said to me that you didn't like travel and I think I just said back bullshit. <laughs> you know, I was like, I think it was, travel's yeah. in our blood. It's our yeah. family. It's what we... Um, you know, we travelled growing up and, and we had such wonderful time. We, You know, obviously our parents paid for it and organised it, but we loved being in other countries together as kids. So I, I, I didn't believe it and I'm glad I was, I was proven right. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the relationship, I think, um, that I had a solid relationship at the time, um, which eventually ended. And, yeah, why not? Off I go. Yeah. And it's such a different experience, isn't it? Travelling solo to travelling with family or to travelling with friends. It's yeah. travelling on your own. That, that um... I would say travelling alone is a must at some point in someone's life because, I mean, it depends on your relationship and that type of thing, of course, but you just meet so many people, um, you know, and you're opened up to more, I guess, opportunity as well. Like there was one example I was in, Atlanta. I drove to Talladega to watch a NASCAR race. Um, I met some people after the race. They took me back to their like trailer park in Alabama. Um, <laughs> I stayed with them and he said, where am I going? I said, eventually Nashville. He said he was from Nashville. Call me when you get there. You can stay at my house. I did. Then another guy was down from Louisville. He's where you going next? Louisville. I went to Louisville. He, I stayed at his house for four days, went to the Kentucky Derby and I've been back to see that, um, well, one of the guys of, the, of that group twice more um, in the US. And I met a girl at Kentucky Derby who I've been friends with since and been back to see her twice as well. And me and Amy stayed with her on our last trip in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. Um, and, yeah, I invited to the wedding. They invited us as well. And it just, yeah, it's great to you get lifelong friends traveling for sure. Yeah. Me too. And, you know, even our mum, and like you said, you know, sometimes I know the mum's like, oh, I want to go here, but I don't know if my partner will go. And it's like, we'll just go, you know. Yeah, yeah even if you've go. got a partner, you, you can still go places, obviously, and you'll still meet people. Yeah, You can still do still- trips that like where you might be, like you're going solo, but you're going to meet people. So you're going solo, but you're joining in a group tour, say. It's still, that's still quite a daunting thing for some people to do, but you're still, you're in a, you've got that safety net but then you're also open to it because I have seen people come on the group trips that I lead and they come with a friend and, but then they actually kind of click with some of the other people quite well. And then they feel torn. They're like, Oh, should I be like hanging out with my friend? But I want to meet these, you know, I want to hang out with these new people. And it's funny because they thought they would be need their friend and then they get there and they're like, actually, I just want to do my thing. So, mm. which should be cool too. That's, you know, that's part of being, you know, being open when you travel and allowing people to, you know, if you want to go there, you go there and I'll go here and we can still be friends and catch up later. I think it's important to do that in all honesty. I think uh, that's another tip I'd say. If you are in a group and, and you want to do something and they don't, do it. Yeah. Don't don't not do it because you may not go back and there may not be another chance. So if you want to do something, off you go and do it. Um, leave the group and come back to them later. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's really important. It'll be so sad to me. I don't know, there's a few times where I've, um, you know, yeah, followed the group or not wanted to do something on my own, you know, to the, even – you know, I, I went away with a bit of a few of our family members and we ended up going to Paris and I didn't go up the Eiffel Tower. We saw the Eiffel Tower, but I, I went up Montparnasse, which you look over Paris. I, I fully plan to go back to Paris, but it's been oh, 15 years and I still haven't been up the Eiffel Tower. And it's like because the other people had done it. And so, you know, it's yeah. like. I, you know, I, if that's something you really want to do, I should have said, uh, actually, well, I'm going to go. I'll catch up with you. Yeah this evening 
I don't care if yeah. I line up for three hours, I'll, I'll do it, you know. And the same goes if, if others want to do something that you don't as well, don't be dragged to something you don't want to do as well. Um, you know, you might want to. Spend money. Mm. Yeah, spend money you don't need to spend or don't want to spend or you need a break. Um, you know, I, I, I did everything in Egypt except for one thing, which um, was just a, a boat going snorkeling, uh, which I'd already been snorkeling on that trip at the Blue Hole in Dahab. Um, and I didn't see the need. I just wanted to relax at the hotel and I did. So that was an example. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay. Now, you covered this a little bit, but what's it like travelling with your little sis? Yeah, look, uh, we definitely have a lot of fun. Uh, so um, just some uh, quick things. We've already covered the, the Disney World and that was great fun. But we went to Germany and and that was really nice. And, um, uh, yeah, we, we wandered Berlin. We did the free walking tour um, and that was awesome and went to a few uh, museums there and, um, you know, I think it's fun. We like to do the same sort of things. Um, we like to try the foods. Uh, we, um, you know, there's also support. I was, I got quite upset at one point on the Germany trip, uh, in the Holocaust museum and Emma was very supportive with me. Um, so that was really nice. Um, yeah, uh, we did have that little tiff in New York, but it came good. And, um, we did as much as possible. So it was, that was just a communication thing, uh, but mostly fun, uh, fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, same interests and just the same objective, I guess, for when we hit a country. Um, and, um, just while I'm on this, so just while before I forget, there was one time in driving to Daytona beach, um, and Daytona track racetrack to do the experience. And there was just, it's just something simple, but we listened to a song. I can't remember what it exactly. Face by Lady Gaga. Not that one. That was another oh. one, but the other one, the other one. Um, oh. um, uh, I can't remember what it's called now. And it's really, it was really a, a pump up song. We were both singing it and just busting out windows down, <laughs> sun shining, driving, cruising. And just, yeah, that was really a good memory. It's in my mind. Mm. It's nice. Ah, oh, I can't remember the song now. But it's really know, good. But whenever Poker Face comes on, I always think of you in that drive. Yeah. And yeah. for me, travelling with you, even though we have slightly different travel styles now, though I was, I did travel that same way but have slowed down a little bit, um, maybe because I've been to places multiple times and I see that I am able to. I remember my first year travelling, I think I felt like I had to see everything and do everything, um, but then got quite exhausted so um but it's easy I find traveling with you easy and I think that familiarity of growing up together and um you know you don't have to explain things and you just know and uh we did have a funny moment I think we were in New York and we were meeting some people and they said that we were quite they could understand us quite well and they said oh that's because we're slowly talking to you I said if we talk to each other in our normal way you won't understand us, and we did. Uh, you like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's right. Australian fast, but we also, I guess, have our own connection. Slang. So, yeah, slang. Yeah, um, yeah. Cuz Bill said that when he we talked to him, um, he never understands me unless I talk really <laughs> slowly. But he understands Amy, for example, and 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 you, and he'll um, he'll say that when me and Amy or me and Emma talk, for example, that it sounds like we're talking another language and um, it's because we yeah, increase the pace. Um, but he'll also, he'll, he'll also ask, um, <laughs> yeah, you can say it if you want, but he'll, he'll <laughs> say, <laughs> he say it. He says, he says Emma, tell, tell me what James said. And I say it and he says, okay, thank you. Now tell James that I say, <laughs> yeah, says, but I can I understand you. Yeah. Yeah, translator. Um, <laughs> I remember the song. I remember the song. It was um, Infinity, mm. and we were busting out to. I think it was Poker Face, and then Infinity straight after two in a row. And that's just something so simple. You can do it in Australia, obviously, but it was just yeah, just a memory. I remember it was like we were driving over the bridge to Daytona, I think, or something. But that's, that's a what good happens memory. with travel. You get taken. You know, one little thing, a smell or a sound or a you know, music can take you right back to that place. And actually you'll you'll be very pleased to know that Infinity and Poker Face were on my birth playlist. So while mm. I was in the birth suite, 
skin was getting pulled out of me. Um, you know, those songs were on. So they really do mean a lot to me and, yeah, have very fond memories of that travel time. But, yeah, travelling. I, I, we had a few nice moments too. Like we were in Mexico. We met our friend, uh, my friend Deborah, and she said, oh, you guys are so, like, you guys are so close. Have you always been that close? And, like, we were growing up. I think when you become teenagers, you sort of go in your own life, you get cars, you can go off and do things, you have boyfriends and girlfriends. So that trip being together and it was like remembering what it was like to be kids and, you know, we wouldn't have to work, we didn't have to, you know, we'd just get to hang out and have fun mm. together mm. and she could see the close, the bond between us, which was beautiful. And then we actually got to see Deborah in Germany, in Nuremberg. Yeah, that's um, right. You know, sort of had to met, have met someone together and then to go and visit them together. And you very, very sweetly said that, um, you know, you lived in Europe, England for two and a half years and you said that the Germany trip was one of your favourites, which was... Yeah, the Germany trip was awesome. I mean, yeah, it was uh, nice to do it with you, obviously, um, and then a lot of history. And then, um, you know, I like driving, as you said, so it's <laughs> nice to 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 drive. And um, we did the Autobahn. That was cool. In the, um, yes. <laughs> we got, yeah. James asked a very funny question. Usually, you know, you hire a car and you go and you ask like price or what's the safest maybe or because they gave us a choice usually. Sometimes they just give you the car. So they're like, you've booked this class. Which car do you want? And what what question did you ask him? Yeah, I said, what's that got the most horsepower? <laughs> she had never been asked that before and she was so like. Um, you looked it up on the computer and everything. Yeah, and it was the Mini Cooper, Mini Cooper, six-speed manual. The Renault was the second, but you were like. I think, the, yeah, yeah, the Renault was, but you were like, we were like, well, Mini Cooper's more fun. Yeah, we got up to um, we got up to 214 kilometres an hour. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. max speed. It was pretty crazy. And you, it was special too because you had been to Germany, but you never got to go out in Germany. Oh, yeah. I, I, um, I <laughs> it's pretty weird, but I, I think I got bitten at soccer training and uh, it was a little midgy bite, these little midges like sandflies. And I just had a, um, uh, you know, I just kept getting affected by them. And um, this one grew to the size of a 20-cent piece. And um, the day I was supposed to go to Germany on a bus. But on the bus, it grew from a 20-cent piece to, like, taking over half of my calf. Um being young and silly, I went out drinking as soon as I got to Germany <laughs> and um, it got worse. It got harder and it went down to my ankle. I tried to take some penicillin at the time. It, by the time I and had a nap, by the time I woke up, it had gone to my foot and all the way above, come up above my knee and it was originally below my knee. So I went immediately to hospital by then and I had um, cellulitis, infection of the cells, um, very close to getting septicemia. Um, and my, yeah, my leg was like a tree trunk, rock hard, mm. red, and just it wasn't throbbing. It was just like constant just pain. And I was in hospital for two that night and then two more days. And they wanted to keep me another, but I, yeah, I had to get home, had to catch the bus back. So I signed myself out and um, I recuperated fine in England. But, yeah, I got to do nothing apart from look out a window at the beautiful weather on opening weekend of Oktoberfest, which yeah, I didn't go to. which is still, <laughs> is still on the bucket list. You were meant to go last year. Yeah. You were maybe going to catch up there together. You were going to go for your birthday with, with your travel buddy, Greenie. Yep. Um, but COVID got in the way of that one. Yeah. So it's still on the list and it's still doable. So And it's okay to take a baby there. I went to one of the local Oktoberfests with my friends and their six-week-old oh. baby. It's, the, it's, you know, their family, like the, the big one's a bit intense, but the local ones are very, very family-oriented. So I'm sure baby can, um, can and will go to a beer fest with you. Or maybe it's a day with mum and dad yeah. can go out. <laughs> yeah. So... So with with that comes a tip: travel insurance. Travel definitely get insurance. it. <laughs> yeah, because that was eighteen. That was eighteen or nineteen hundred euro, which I did did pay and was able to recoup back. Um, but uh, yeah, travel insurance key. Yeah, and, and, then, and another girl got another girl on that same day. She got hit by a car and oh. extremely um, extremely injured, and uh, she didn't have travel insurance. So, yeah, no. So hundred percent crucial. 
And it's, you know, as our cousin came to Australia and she'd had an infection, uh, stepped on coral. Oh, yeah. And, you know, had, that had happened in Bali. She'd gone back to the UK, had got it t- checked out, but um, they didn't understand that nature of infections and having and coral, how bad it could get. So she came to Australia and ended up with an infection too and ended up in hospital. So, yeah, yeah. maybe as well if you've got a bit of an infection, go to the doctor and if it's still bad, Get it checked out, and yeah, yeah don't go drink. Don't, don't go, go drinking. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be young and silly. That's right. <laughs> but um, you worked out, I think, um, how many countries that we've actually been to together. So, although we've been to quite a lot of countries, how many we've been to together? Yeah, I think it's nine, in, if you count Australia, because we have travelled around Australia together as well um, as a family. So, I think it's nine if you include our home country as a travel. Uh, destination. I'm going to do it off the top of my head. Australia, UK, USA, Mexico, Japan, Germany, Scotland. Ooh, give me a sec. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to help me out if there's two more. Did you start with Australia? Yep. UK, USA, Mexico, Japan, Germany, Scotland. Okay. Um, I know that there's definitely one more. It's Asian. We went there not as a complete family. Oh. We were young. Oh, Bali. Yeah, actually, that's that's another one. But there's one more. We met our auntie, uncle, and cousins there. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. (laughs) No, at the time it was Hong Kong. Yeah, nine. 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 Yeah, we go. There you go. So we have been to a couple of Asian countries. We might, oh, we might make it 10 in August next year, hopefully. Hopefully we'll end up in Italy together. That would be phenomenal. Hopefully. That would be yeah. so great. But tell me, you know, we've talked about a couple of places, but where do you most want to go next? That might be Italy for the wedding, but where do you want to most go next after all this time of not travelling as much? Yeah, look, they're going to be exactly the same as you. Uh, so, we're due to have a baby in February and um, we do have some elderly uh, uh, relatives. One will be 99, one will be 91 still, hopefully by the time I, I visit. Uh, so it would be USA and UK t- to introduce our, our son to the, the older relatives. Um, and third would be, yeah, the, the Italy um, or Sicily wedding in which we would hope to do um yeah so maybe just more of sicily um or somewhere else maybe more of you somewhere of uk to see other family members and and uh maybe more of italy mainland so yeah it'd be usa uk and italy yeah that's beautiful keeping it Mm. simple for that first little bit (laughs) yeah and just just family related as you you exactly want to do the same so you know what i mean yeah and it's why we've been to these places so many times so what uh, you've given us a few over the, the chat, but do you have a couple of travel tips for us? Uh, yeah, to round them off, I guess I'd say, yes, yeah, so I do as um, I would personally do as much and see as much as you can in a, in a country because you never know if you're going to go back um, or maybe not to that city in particular. Um, travel insurance is a must. I've been in um, at least one circumstance. I think I was in another as well, but at least I think maybe two circumstances. Yes, I've had. Uh, the ash cloud affected me twice mm. over in, in Europe when I was living there um, and I was covered both times as well as the injury to my leg. Um, yeah, and, um, yeah, do what you want to do if you're with a group of people. So do, you know, if you want to see something, go see it. If you don't want to see something that everyone else does, just chill or, or do something different. Um, I guess that's my main main three things really. Um yeah. Yeah, and just um, oh, and for me, which isn't everybody, um, I like to plan it to a T. <laughs> so uh, plan your and plan your money quickly, um, and oh, I use Qantas Cash Card because you can put it into different currencies on the one card. I found that really helpful, and um, and uh, yeah, I, I plan an itinerary. Uh, make sure you have all your travel documents, and um, and uh, make sure you make it on time to all your your um, legs 
Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Which that. I've been close to. I've been yeah, very Dad close. Yeah, Dad and I need that reminder. We nearly missed ours in Munich. <laughs> nearly yeah. throttled each other in the process. Uh, I um, had. A, I've got a funny one in New York. I I got there. I got there before, but I waited in line to be polite. I didn't rush to the front and say, "Hey, I'm very close to the end." So by the time I got to the counter, I was two minutes late. And she said, "Well, you know, you missed the flight, and like." We're going to have to reroute you. And they tried all these reroutings and it was, they're all ridiculous. And they said, look, we're just going to have to get you on this flight. They said, but you can't check your bag here. You need to take your bag all the way through the terminal to the gate. And that's where you can put it underneath. So I wheeled my big suitcase all the way through. I had to put it through the, the, the x-ray machine, but I collect key rings. It's another, that's yeah. something I do. And there was so much metal in my bag that they wanted to go through my whole bag. And I'm already late for the flight then i had to run with my suitcase all the way to the gate and only just got on in time so um yeah that was that was good but don't catch the new york i i missed don't catch the subway new york too yeah well i got well no i got a taxi though and it's just as bad well it was yeah it was i was buying shoes and we went to this special place where you can like run you know run on the machine and they track your running and get your shoes anyway it was not necessary but we did it got the subway back to my friend's apartment and then it was like okay you got to go and then of all the times, like everybody thinks of New York, you think of cabs, right? There's cabs everywhere. No frigging cabs. Like we were running around the corner of the street, my friends like hollering, waving, no one's around. And then we got, I got a hybrid. It was an electric slash petrol car. And we're driving down the freeway and he's like pulling over because the electrics were stuffing up. And I'm like, you're making me miss my flight. <laughs> he pulled over a couple of times and, yeah, I got in there and I, I missed my connection. The, the nice thing was that I had been staying with a friend, so I went back to her place, allowed like yeah. four hours to get to the airport the next day. But, yeah, just an expensive and frustrating exercise. So, yeah, it's definitely there's certain places like yeah, New York, London where I'm like just allow so much time yeah london's um pretty good when i last went back they've got this new the, the train that goes all the way through now it's kind of what it's called but that's really good but um yeah going to jfk airport go to the toilet before you leave the hotel because it is like a two-hour drive to the airport in traffic yeah that's another tip <laughs> <laughs> always go to the toilet as much as possible well um, new york's ridiculous <laughs> well my travel tip would be travel with your um, family members because it was it's making me all emotional it was so fun and i hope we get to do it again because yeah it's really special memories and yeah i got emotional when i when i was saying how you supported me in germany in the in the host in the um sorry the museum i started to get emotional <laughs> well i love you daisy and i look forward to more travels with you thank you for sharing with us today thank you for having me this is fun Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Um, already looking forward to the next one. Uh, we also have a rather extensive back catalogue for you to check out. Um, but in the meantime, you can uh, follow us on Instagram. That's at Lovely Travels on Instagram. Or you can come and check us out on Facebook lovely travels that's l-o-v-e-l-l-y or we would love for you to join our facebook community uh, with more than 500 members talking all things travel and adventure that's the lovely travels community you can also visit our website which is lovelytravels.com or shoot us an email we love hearing from our listeners so please send us an email feedback comments questions whatever info at lovelytravels.com and you can listen review subscribe like share and promote our podcast in any shape way or form uh, we are on spotify itunes the internet uh, google podcasts everywhere where you get podcasts you can find us. all good podcasting locations so That's tune in right. next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.